Welcome to God's Playbook, the podcast that knocks the hard-hitting religious questions out of the park or catching the Holy Spirit right at the end zone. Train your soul and be God's MVP with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! This is God's Playbook. Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. Father Rico here, and I'm happy to be with you. Today we're going to answer the question, what is faith? Faith is often something that I think can be taken for granted. Faith is freely given by God. Faith grows when we nurture and share it. Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Faith is the realization of what is hoped for and evidence of things not seen. Let me repeat that again. Faith is the realization of what is hoped for and evidence of things not seen. For many people, they might think that faith, science, and reason cannot coexist. However, the church, which by the way invented science, suggests that faith, science, and reason do coexist. When we think about faith, we often associate it in regards to religious belief. But if we really reflect upon our life, friends, how many times do you and I have faith throughout our day? As I pass through an intersection, I have faith that the cars are going to stop at their red light so I can proceed with the green light. I have faith that the Toronto Maple Leafs maybe one day will really win the Stanley Cup in my lifetime. Make it happen, gentlemen. For faith, for young children, They believe that parents will provide for their needs and their safety. Even just holding the hand of a parent or a grandparent or someone they trust. Faith that they will be protected and cared for. We come to learn about faith and place that faith and trust in others. We start with our parents. We extend it to our brothers and sisters. Then to friends, classmates, romantic interests and most importantly, with God. For Catholics, the most important faith is in God as revealed to us in the person of Jesus. As we grow our relationship with Jesus, it helps to nurture our faith and to trust in him. It helps us to come to believe in his message, and our lives will have greater purpose and richness the more we deepen our faith in God. Faith in God is our free response to God's loving invitation for us. The Catechism says, By faith we are able to give our minds and hearts to God, to trust in his will, and to follow the direction he gives to us. What does faith feel like, though? St. Augustine wrote, You have made us for yourself, O God, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. As we come to know the gift of faith, first introduced to us, then developed, nurtured, and grown, helps us to fall more and more in love with who God is and to establish that beautiful bond between God and each one of us. For each person, faith manifests itself in different ways. Faith can be developed. Faith can be learned. Faith can be received. Faith arises in the search for meaning. Who am I? Where do I come from? Where am I going? 
This can help us to draw into a deeper reflection and tap into this inner longing for God. These questions challenge our minds, but the mind's answers are insufficient. Just as we discover our worldly pursuits of personal fulfillment and self-improvement. Think of an athlete. They may go into a sport thinking of their own personal needs. My development of skill. My personal goals. My contract. My ice time. My playing time. My accomplishments. And yet, the individual athlete has to come to learn that often it's about the team and how when the team's needs become that more important than my own, then I come to understand that there is more to life. There's something more to life than just my own. This longing for something more helps to begin our response to God's call to relationship with him. He wishes to be called our friend. Jesus says, I no longer call you slaves, but friends. For the slave does not know what the master is doing. Imagine that. Jesus wishes to be called your friend. God, our creator, wants us to respond to his love with our lives. The catechism tells us our desire for God is written in the human heart because humanity is created by God and for God. So, what does it mean if I question my faith? Is that sinful? Is that bad? Do you identify with that question, friends? Father Rico, sometimes I feel guilty about asking questions or having doubts about my faith. Is this bad? Friends, asking questions about God and in our relationship with him is never bad. Asking questions is the way we learn. We learn about the world and each other. God often places questions within our hearts and minds to draw us closer to him and to his will. God also gives us perception and reason and conscience to guide us to truth. Faith seeks understanding. And so true faith is an anti-intellectual, rather it's a full use of the sciences, history, logic, imagination, and our emotions too. The Catholic Church is so grounded in truth that it will support and assist you in exploring your questions. It's my help through this podcast that I can help to deepen your faith and answer some of your questions too. And perhaps even questions may be answered that you haven't even thought of before. You may not always understand or like the answers to the questions, but the church believes that Christ is present in you and in your journey. St. Anselm says, The believer does not seek to understand that he may believe, but he believes that he may understand. Again, the believer does not seek to understand that he may believe, but he believes that he may understand. And so faith is something that is meant to be developed. No matter how young or at young at heart I am, my faith should be growing each and every day of my life. And by your listening to this podcast suggests that you have a longing to come to know faith 
in a very real and practical way. For most of us, our faith beginning isn't too dramatic. God's like that quiet gardener who knows where the good soil lies within us better than we do. God plants that first seed. And if we want our faith to grow, we also need to be active about it. We have to ask God for the gift of faith. God wishes to give it freely, but we can't just ask God to give us the gift of faith and then be done with it. We have to nurture the faith that God gives to us. Just as we plant a seed in the ground, it doesn't just become a plant or a tree overnight. Rather, the soil around it is important. It needs to be nurtured with sunlight. It needs to be watered. It might need to be pruned or cared for so that it may grow into the plant or the tree that it is intended to be. So it is with faith. The development of skill for an athlete is something that doesn't just come naturally. Sidney Crosby didn't come out of his mother's womb and become one of the best hockey players the world has seen. When we think about people like Babe Ruth or people like Joe Montana, they didn't excel at their sport naturally. Rather, their skill set was developed. And so faith also needs to be developed. And faith can't be just developed by oneself. Often we need good coaches and role models to assist us to grow in faith. And so the church is the living presence of God here on earth. Holy Mother Church teaches us that our desire to grow in faith should come from our hearts, our deep longing. So we can't expect our faith in God to grow if we do nothing about it. Acting on faith takes practice, discipline, and courage. We witness faith in the action and the lives of others and in our own choices and behaviors. So to put our faith into action, friends, we need to choose selfless acts over personal interests. Just as an athlete needs to put their own needs aside for the sake of the team, so are we for the sake of the body of Christ, our family of faith, our brothers and sisters. When we act with good intentions, we give others the benefit of the doubt. Faith helps us to judge less and to be more compassionate. As we put our faith to action, reaching out to strangers or those with poor reputations also helps us to put our money where our mouth is, so to speak. As the scripture reminds us, Jesus says, if you love those who love you, what further gain do you have? Do not even sinners do the same? I call you to love your enemy and pray for those who persecute you. Spend time with those who are not seen by others as important because they are important in the eyes of God. We put our faith in action by engaging in dialogue and civil discourse to determine the greater good and best solutions. Think of social justice projects. Think of when we stand up for those who have no voice. When we stand up for those who are marginalized or forgotten. Think of the bully picking on the person at school. By saying nothing, aren't we allowing the bully to continue to terrorize that person? What if we were to stand up and tell the bully that that's not acceptable? That behavior, those words are not to be tolerated. 
That's just one example of many in which we can put our faith to action. Catholics claim that actions are reflections of Jesus. Jesus often said to those whom he healed or forgave that their faith had saved them. In every case, their faith was both internally felt and shown in their actions. I think of the woman from Luke chapter 7 who washed Jesus' feet with her tears. Her faith in the Lord and her move to action allowed God to be merciful to her. I think of Matthew chapter 8 where we hear of the centurion who told Jesus that his servant would be healed at Jesus' word. He trusted. He waited for the words of Jesus to bring healing to his loved one. In Matthew chapter 9, we think of the woman who touched Jesus' cloak. Just being close to God, she had faith. Faith, trusting that God would heal her. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 17, verse 20, Amen, I say to you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Imagine what God can do with the faith of a mustard seed in each of us. Each of us should put our faith to action even in the midst of challenges. Everyone goes through times of confusion, doubt, and fear. I have as a priest. You have as a child of God. Don't run from those periods of confusion or doubt or fear, but embrace them, friends. God meets us right where we are. Think of the Apostle Thomas, who we often associate with his doubting. Jesus didn't say, oh, Thomas, forget it. Why didn't you believe me? Rather, Jesus comes back in a very powerful way and appears to Thomas as an individual. Thomas, put your hands in my hands. Put your hands in the nails and the markings on my feet. Put your hand in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Jesus says the same thing to us, and he reveals himself to us in many ways. If we fail to meet expectations or find ourselves trying to control too much, in these moments, we need to lean on faith rather than slip into discouragement or despair. Place yourself and trust in God's loving care, my friends. As Revelation says, Christ patiently stands at the door of your heart and knocks, ready to enter and remain with us. Let's take our problems or dilemmas to God in prayer. God, I give you this completely. Help me to let go of this obstacle and to trust in you. Lord, deepen my faith. Ask God to help us to recognize whether it was good or bad and to conform our will to his based on this particular situation. And if a solution is presented, let's ask God for the strength to cooperate with it and trust that God has our best interests in mind. Let's also thank God for his goodness and return to the day ready to accept whatever happens. This is faith in him. So how might we nurture our faith? How might we develop it? Well, first and foremost is through reading. Reading the scripture and spiritual writings of the saints or contemporary authors 
Help us to resist temptations and inclinations to selfishness and help to answer the questions that we might have. Again, in asking questions about faith, friends, it's not sinful, but we can't just remain in those questions. Well, I don't have an answer to this, so I'm just not gonna believe in God. Now, that, that's not how it works. What's so important for us is to ask questions and then seek answers to those questions. Spiritual reading helps us to introduce the wisdom of others who have traveled in the way of faith. A second way in which we can nurture our faith friends is through lifestyle. Those who grow in faith in God's love and share it with others grow in a relationship with God. When done with faith and hope, spreading the good news of Jesus, producing good works and avoiding what is harmful become joys instead of burdens. We hear in James chapter 2, verses 14 to 17. What good is it if someone says he has faith, but does not have works? If a brother or sister has nothing to wear and has no food for the day, and one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and eat well, but you do not give them the necessities of the body, what good is it? So also faith of itself, if it does not have works, is dead. How true that is. So we need to live our faith by our lifestyle. Another way we nurture our faith is through prayer. As we spend time together with God and with others, it's vital to establish these relationships, this deep longing that we all have. To grow in relationship with Jesus through speaking and listening to him in prayer is vital to help us to nurture and grow our faith. Matthew 21 says, Whatever you ask for in prayer with faith, you will receive. So let us trust that God will have our best interests in mind. Another way to nurture our faith is through community participation. Each individual Christian is but one part of the body of Christ, the church. We need to be more open to the gifts that God extends to us through his community. We both receive support from its wisdom and also contribute to the overall strength and ability of our community as we are united as brothers and sisters in the Lord. Share our faith in your parish community, in your family unit, with your colleagues at work, your friends at school, your social circles. Each of these are community groups in which we can participate in the development of faith by helping them and receiving from them the beauty of the faith that comes to us from God. So friends, I invite each of us to really consider how am I growing in faith? What am I actively doing to grow in my understanding and knowledge of God? How do I exercise my faith in my daily life? How is God calling me to further exercise my faith in my daily life? Good questions for us to reflect upon, friends, as we receive the gift of faith from God. Lord, help us to grow in faith. May this podcast and many other resources help us to come to know and love you more and more. Faith is your gift. 
And so may we always have an attitude of gratitude for the faith and gift you give us, O God. Lord, help us to grow in faith. Lord, help us to love you. For God's Playbook, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us on our Ko-Fi, K-O-F-I, or GoFundMe at God's Playbook Podcast. Thanks and God bless.